0: This is a Shop podcast. Shock. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to the series premiere of The Art of Beauty. I'm your host, Yasmin. What's up, everyone? And here at The Art of Beauty, we're talking about all things beauty the industry, body positivity, confidence, the hottest new releases, and more. I'm super excited to delve deeper into the extensive world that is beauty with you in each episode. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about what the art of beauty is all about, dealing with social media and the beauty standards that have derived from it, and building confidence through beauty. So, for starters, let's talk about the origin story of the podcast name and why I even chose the art of beauty to begin with. When we're talking about beauty, we're talking about makeup, skincare, body care, and everything in between. I think it's a universal fact that beauty is an art form. For some people, it's a form of artistic expression. For some others, like myself, it's a form of self-care and self-love. And for others, it's just whatever. You do it cause you want to and you don't think too much of it. And you're probably wondering why this is a podcast instead of a YouTube video. But girl, I'm not here to give you beauty tutorials about that life. Through this podcast, at the end of the day, it may sound cliche and gross, but I hope you find beauty in yourselves and you get to redefine beauty according to standards that you set. Just a brief background on my own beauty journey, because hmm, let me tell you, it's been one hell of a journey. I probably only started caring about makeup and skincare maybe when I turned 21. My relationship with makeup has definitely changed over the years. It went from me doing it because I felt like I had to, to using it as an escape from everyday life stress. For a long time, I didn't care about any of this because frankly, I never saw the value in any of it. We all find value in different parts of beauty and it should be rewarding and fulfilling. Apart from dealing with acne, I found that makeup was a way of dealing with stress and anxiety. It is and was and will forever be my way of taking a breather and creating something to just feel good about myself I struggled with cystic acne when I was younger and probably got it together only within the past year or two thanks to a really good skincare routine don't get me wrong I still struggle with it on and off to this day but that's a story for another episode this is all not to say that being barefaced and having skin issues are not beautiful so let's get that straight for me personally I had to find that acceptance within myself of my cystic acne for a long time I used to cake my face with foundation and I was incredibly self-conscious about the texture of my skin. I hated what it looked like without makeup and tried to avoid mirrors wherever I could, which sounds really dramatic and all of that, but I swear that was the case for probably like a month straight, honestly. My skin was hurting, especially my forehead, and I used to cry on my own in my room because it was physically painful and it was emotionally tasking. I think some people underestimate the impact that acne has on people. It was, from my own experience, it was emotionally draining for me, and it really hurt my confidence and my self-esteem. I think it seems as though some people are born with like, the ultimate confidence, but I promise you that that confidence is built rather than just being there. I recognize that it's easier said than done. It definitely took me a while to be okay with what I was seeing in the mirror but when you recognize that you are your own worst critic, you'll have your light bulb moment, I promise. I think it's safe to say that we're always in our own way and we judge ourselves too harshly based on what we see around us and the environment and society that we're immersed in. After some much needed therapy and deep reflection, I can proudly say that I'm okay with being barefaced and I'm okay with the skin issues that I have. It took ages to get there, but I got there and I'm still working at it, don't get me wrong. And it wouldn't have happened without the work that i put back into myself now when i put makeup on i put it on for myself and simply because it makes me feel freaking awesome it's not because i feel the insecurity about facing people or the worry that i have about how people would look at me and on the flip side of that i love letting my skin breathe too and just going days without wearing makeup and being able to look in the mirror and be like okay that's cool we've got some new friends on my face but they'll be vacating the premises at some point Acne is temporary y'all, it's not going to be there forever. A huge difference that I made to overcome my insecurities and to build confidence was to actually redefine my relationship with social media. Social media, the little devil that it is, has its pros and cons for sure. I think it's a known fact that social media, especially Instagram, god that is the bane of my existence at the moment, It plays a monumental role in beauty, for better or for worse. Social media can hurt the image of yourself by constantly exposing yourself to certain ideals, leading to constant comparisons, um, to really, really unrealistic standards. But, I'm here to tell you, as your big sister, or your friend, or whatever you want to see me as, as someone who has worked within the beauty industry, has worked in the social media field, and has peers from both, social media merely shows you what they want you to see. And I still think it's super strange how beauty brands still market their foundations or concealers by posting photos of perfect, poreless skin, when in actual fact, you know damn well that's not how skin looks like. But that's the nature of marketing. Brands are selling you products, so their aim is to show you perfection, not so-called quote-unquote flaws. From applying foundation to my own face, I know that makeup, and you know that makeup doesn't sit on your face like that, It settles into your pores, it creases sometimes, it breaks up when you sweat. That's reality. Social media influencers, similarly, are brands in their own right too. I have huge respect for what they do after working in the field, but the truth is that they're only showing you a sliver of their life, like just a tiny bit of it. I personally followed Georgia Gibbs and Inca Williams, two really, really huge social media influencers with hundreds and thousands of followers. And they're so, so well-known within the social media sphere. And I follow them because they've shown some acne realness. It was so refreshing to see their journey through struggling with acne. And yes, although they're beautiful and they won the genetic lottery, I really appreciated that they pulled back the covers on the smoke and mirrors, that is social media, and showed something that was relatable. Yes, maybe they're in the minority and most influencers aren't comfortable with showing that side of their life, but... I really appreciated seeing something like that. I found it especially helpful stepping away from social media for a while just to get away from even the slightest possibility of seeing something that would upset the journey that I was on. And I'm still on, mind you. If it doesn't serve me, then I'm going to get away from it as fast as I possibly can. So right back at y'all, if it doesn't serve you, then you best run away from it. I've especially been loving that there is now an acne positivity movement on social media, which definitely did not exist when I was younger. What they're aiming to do is to close that gap between perception and reality and ultimately help those like myself with acne to feel supported. And influencers like Georgia Gibbs and Inca Williams with hundreds of thousands of followers post unfiltered, makeup-free selfies of their pimples and their scars and their hyperpigmentation and you have, acne, you have acne care brands like Starface, Zistica, CosRx, which is my personal favorite, and Banish, who attempt to normalize the condition they treat rather than shame it. And that's the kind of stuff I'd want to subscribe to. And I'm so relieved to see. Apart from that, though, hard luck trying to find me glued to Instagram because until I start feeling like my self-esteem and my self-confidence is in check, then you definitely won't be finding me on it all that much. I think, all in all, we're really lucky now that social media is shifting towards being more accepting and stepping away from perpetuating this false narrative that beauty is standardized. You define it however you want to. And I know it's super corny and super cheesy to say that you need to have love before you give it out, but it's true, so if you haven't already, Here's me giving you permission to embark on your self-love journey through beauty. It's so important at the end of the day to be doing it for you rather than for anyone else. If social media is doing you dirty, then take a step back and do what's best for you. We're going to be talking more about acne in a future episode, but I hope that this has given you maybe a bit of hope that it isn't the end of the world and acne doesn't define you. And that's it for today's episode, guys. Hope you guys feel a bit more inspired after this episode and that you've learned maybe a thing or two through the stories that I've shared. I'm so excited for you to hear more of what's to come. So till then, catch you soon and sending love your way. See ya.